when some people are tossing their high strangeness salads, they go for Skinwalker blue cheese, Skinwalker balsamic vinaigrette, or even Skinwalker Caesar. But Steve and Joey, they know that only one secret sauce will satiate their paranormal cravings. They're hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. Today, they're chowing down on a tangy German potato salad filled with wet holes, green dye, and the ghost of Dr. Sagala. All with the side of Season 2, Episode 1 of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, Breaking Ground. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> when you bang someone in the uh, in the brown hole, you call that uh, breaking round. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> round. Yeah. We broke so ground there, a few times. We were breaking some rounds down at the butt hut. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, you got to get this food coloring in you so we can trace where it's all going. And, you know, they're popping into four or five different people. You don't know where that goop's going to get. <laughs> popping in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the butt hut. How have we never thought of that before? Well, uh, yeah. The, uh, I guess you could pronounce it butthut. Yeah, and who, how have we never thought of the butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this was the maybe maybe outside of um, the curse of Oak Island, maybe the most wet hole talk of any oh, yeah. History Channel show. Yeah, <laughs> this, is this thing is just gushing here. I mean, we're talking about. <laughs> You know, that was four gallons in two seconds. That's 120 oh. gallons a minute. <laughs> he was so stoked. Uh, he was like, man, I need a five gallon bucket in a stopwatch. And he's like, I got a bucket here. And he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm just looking at content here. Okay. Right. Because <laughs> like, he didn't even look up. I'm like, oh, thanks. Great. Cool. So, like, yeah, he was like already on his me. phone at the stopwatch yeah. or something. I'm like, what are right. you using? Are you using your eyes to measure it? <laughs> Travis, I don't think you're that smart. Right. Right. <laughs> just that quick hit. <sighs> Uh, welcome to Hungry Foreskin Walker Ranch, presented by Probably Ancient Aliens, uh, here on a Monday. Another remote record should be the last one, barring anything else. Um, just playing an extra safe with yes, uh, Sarah and my COVID. But um, so did you ever actually test positive? Because I know you were testing yes. negative for a while, so yeah, you finally I mean, did. I think it was the fourth or fifth day in a row. <laughs> uh, right, test right. Positive. Well, so. remember that's what I was saying. I think I can't remember if it was on here or after when Gorsh. They were saying it took like five days sometimes when their whole yeah, family so got it. Yeah. So it's like clearly my body was, I don't know, fighting it off enough to not, not let it grow super crazy in my body or something. But uh, there was no way that I that I didn't have it uh, for those days right. when cause Sarah Sarah had it full blown. I mean, the way on, unfortunately, like we were on the plane when she was feeling it the worst, like her sinuses were killing her and her. Her ears were um, super clogged and everything and and pressurized on the plane, which sucked on the way home. But mm-hmm. uh, I felt great until the end of la- two Saturdays ago. So it's been like whatever, nine days now. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of, I don't know. I, I think I talked about it last week, but uh, uh, feeling pretty much, pretty much back to normal again. I think I was telling you really just some like early morning kind of sinus drainage stuff you know, right but, uh the worst the worst thing that did happen which is i mean <clears throat> like i talked to thrillin about before is the the thing that we fear most is the permanent loss or lessening of taste and smell which is right 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 would want to blow my fucking brains out <laughs> the I, uh, dampening. couldn't enjoy yeah. food but uh but yeah thankfully so it the first time i had covid it happened and it came back after four or five days and then this time was uh 
well, it started to come back at four and then fully came back after like a week and a half, which was annoying. But um, this time it's pretty much fully back today. And then uh, mm. yesterday it was back after about an hour of like being up and about after, you know, waking up the morning mm-hmm. before it was like three or four hours. Like it just all of a sudden would like kick in where I wouldn't, I wouldn't even feel like, you know, fucking snot running down or anything. It would just right. all of a sudden my sinus would, would just go like, Oh, and like open up and I could taste my coffee and stuff like that. So, right. 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 Um, so thankfully, uh, the taste is, is Oh yeah. The taste is back, daddy. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, yeah, it's Monday night, uh, twitch.tv slash probing should be back on next week. And uh, obviously, I mean, we've talked about it before too. We should figure out how to do it remotely anyway, so we don't have to, to sacrifice. Yeah, I was looking um, at that today, and I, I'll well, I'll get over there early next week, and then like kind of five six a.m. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. getting get the, the day going. I'll, I'll have a fresh cup brewed with me. Yeah. I'll, I'll brew in the car. I've got my Makita tea kettle uh, that is cordless and runs on mm. the LXT eighteen volt nice. platform, so I can uh, get some going anywhere. You just hook the drill up to it, and yeah. as you hook the drill and spin it, the motor it percolates. Right, the, the, the friction. Power exactly. <laughs> and it gets wet in any hole. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, there's like ways you can like just directly record from Twitch right. in Streamlabs. And then I think I would have to show you because I think whoever has the soundboard is the one. Like you need two computers, basically one to like run the garage man like we did like a normal Twitch thing. But then basically you have to like invite me in. Got it. So. <laughs> If we were doing remote again, it's like we'd still maybe need Harris's computer or again, Not unless I have the soundboard here or whatever, for whatever reason. But I think that's the easiest because trying to record you, I, I just need to figure out like the Zencaster and Twitch right, going in and then the audios yeah. of like ins and outs. Um, but it's very doable. It looks like just it's just the sequencing. Cool. And then, yeah, on Twitch, obviously, you just like invite me in. So I would sign in as like beer there because we made one for that. Forever oh, I ago. see. Okay. And then you would like invite me and the then show. like we're both there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I figured it would be not that difficult if all of these yeah. non-techie people have figured it. I mean, exactly. You could just record if we wanted to just release a video podcast, which isn't the same thing. We would just do it on Zencaster, but that's not really what we're doing. Right, right, right. Because I think I think the easiest way if we can figure it out is recording directly through Twitch. Because um, then you just invite me in, you record, and then it's all on the, la- all on the desktop there anyway. Got it. So um yeah it's like i miss twitch too but it, and it's a nice bonus obviously it's just yeah. having both of us here but uh uh no i was thinking yeah i'm like as things progress in everyone's life uh at some point we're gonna have to have to do that mm-hmm. where there could be little babies running around right. um like on your shorts right right and or if it's just days you're like shit i can't record till 8 30 it's like cool let's exactly. just do it remote but then that way at least it's we can still twitch yeah yeah. Yep. Uh, and yeah, at least as of June, I won't live as uh, far. Well, away. yeah, at least the drive will be less beef. Yes, we Let's were gonna, we were going to potentially do it at uh, Cape and Cowell. Yeah. But then there's the kind of, I mean, we still could. I mean, your drive to my house or Cape and Cowell is, would be very similar, <laughs> but like, because uh, I'll be pretty close to that place. Right. But then at that point, it's like, well, we could just have the comfort of a home with. Right. Well, and it was more doing it. I mean, I did install the toilet. Exactly. Know, at the, other <laughs> at the <laughs> old location. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, again, there it was more if Black Hole opened its store there. 
which is just directly next to Cape and Cal. Right. But then that never happened. They they gave it to some sketchy learning center. Oh, that's great. Um, For Korean and, kids, and, probably. Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, no, no. It's, I think it's some family or some people who just took advantage of all the um, small business loans and like, oh. basically it's a front. Yeah. They're like doing something pedophilia. Exactly. Yeah. Because that location, they've had issues where someone was running like vape pens illegally through there. (laughs) And like, then it was like, so they had like all these like RC cars in the store, but the store was never opened or merchandise. Mm. So the cars were the front because then they're the same lithium batteries that the vape pens run on. Oh, shit. Because they found all these like cartridges (laughs) and boxes in the trash. Uh. (laughs) And then it turned into a quote unquote wedding shop. But again, never open, never oh anything. Yeah. And now there's some learning center who got like a 50K like SBA loan. Mm. And Sterling's already like, yeah, it all looks like sketchy people again. Where me had a clean business, <laughs> clean right. business plan. And they're like, no, we don't want to rent to you. Yeah. Uh, like you tried so many fucking times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just kept hounding them and then no response. Yeah. So. And now you have criminals in there. That's great. Exactly. Mm. Again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, <laughs> uh, I was actually picturing the RC cars maybe delivering the vape pens. To me. Well, yeah, that would be fun and exciting. That's like a video game or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, there were like video games of RC cars. It's like, why? Oh, yeah. it? I mean, and they were addicting, and I loved it because I loved racing RC cars. But I'm like, this also could just be the car. But something mm-hmm. about mentally putting yourself as driving the RC car yep. with the controller <laughs> was fun. Because yeah, there was like the eight bit Nintendo, and I think like. A Super Nintendo, or maybe even yeah, the old one. N64. The old one was Atari, which was like RC Raceway or some bullshit. Because there uh, was yeah, there's definitely one on NES. Yeah, and yes, there was yeah. one on regular Nintendo as well. And there, yeah, I just feel like there were a few of those where it's like, okay, I guess this is fun. I mean, I knew it was fun. RC cars <laughs> fucking massive for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I still can't believe it. The RC Raceway, it, it basically took over like. The, like the equivalent of what like a Trader Joe's size store would be now. It was fucking, which is so not as big as like a regular grocery store, but like a super. Oh, I used to go but, there all the time. Right. No, uh, I remember. And I was just, yeah. I just, I, as I still look back and I'm like, that place was so huge, had two stories. <laughs> like it was, so, well, it was just it, a giant, yeah, warehouse. Yeah. It was like a store and then they moved to a warehouse. Yes, it, that, yeah. That track actually, I think, moved a few times because I remember going as a kid. Obviously, I'm not as aware of what's happening. Um, so I don't remember a lot. Uh, but yeah, it was like at a warehouse for a while. Then I remember going with my dad to like a different warehouse and then to, yeah, like some mall store thing, which was kind of by the shop. Yep. It was Valley View and uh, Valley View and Chapman. Yeah. Because I remember eating at the that um, Mongolian place with my dad afterwards. That was oh, directly yes. in the shopping center with the shop. My mom never wanted to try that place. Yeah. Um, but no, that was like our main intersection, our whole childhood for like, there was a lucky foods, you know, gro- grocery store there. There was a thrifty market for drugstore, all that kind of, my mom went to Jazzercise there. I went to karate in the same place as the Jazzercise place mm-hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> went to the RC place to look at things, but never buy it because of course my parents could never afford anything. So, right. um, and then the, whatever location it was in now, then a dumb mega church just bought out the rest of the lease so they oh, kicked wow. them out so right. it's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that whole shopping center hasn't been a shopping center for a little over 20 years now 25 years it's been like a they tore it down it was nothing for a while and then they like 
the like basically behind where the RC raceway was it like where the back parking lot for employees would have been is like a, uh, an Alzheimer's home. And then that main center is now just like an LA fitness with mm -hmm. a Walgreens in it. And that's it. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> that was the LA fitness that I, I joined for like a year and no matter how much I tried not to say it, the politeness that was, you know, drilled into me as a kid, every time you would scan in <laughs> the person, the girl at the, at the counter would say, have a great workout. And I would always fucking say you too, because right, right, right. it's like, could not just, I, <laughs> and I would try to be like, say, mm, thanks. Like I would still yeah, fucking yeah. mumble, mumble all the way down to yeah. the point where I had to just kind of <laughs> nod and smile to not say something. Right, so, right, right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, make sure. And, uh, if you want to chat with us during the show on a normal record, head over to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens subscribe to our channel uh link a your twitch prime account from your amazon prime account it's free and if you subscribe to our channel with your twitch prime account you'll have a little king logo next to your screen name and it gives us free money you just have to re-up it every month uh and thanks to those that always do that uh, grove snake i'm looking at you he, he always sends us a pic of when he when he re-ups Oh, be a prime account to subscription. Um, make sure and support the show. If you like our content and want a little more every month, you get two exclusive podcasts over at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where for the $5 tier or more, you get adventurous ghosts or ghost adventures podcast. Where we cover every episode of the travel channels, mega popular, uh, paranormal investigation show, ghost adventures with the hunky Zach Bagans and his crew. Uh, quick note on that. That bad boy. He signed for three more years with Discovery Plus for uh, oh, not nice. only Ghost Adventures, but two other ghost shows, apparently. Mm. Uh, what is said in the press release? Zach did. Zach did, yes. Okay. So, I mean, because he owns the rights to the uh, yeah, 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 all that shit. But, but uh, just, yeah. So he's <clears throat> in the works. Is he produce? I wonder if he's producing or actually starring in those other shows he uh produces and like is like creative director on the the horror anthology thing that that eli roth also co-produces with him but does mm -hmm. not direct the things uh so i'm sure that's coming back and that's, okay. there's supposed to be some other i think i think there's going to be more haunted museum content mm. instead of the press release so um hopefully he's allowing the employees to uh, have bottles of water and take breaks now. Right. Because that wasn't the case when we were there. Right. Uh, well, yeah, because again, as we covered, classic germaphobe. So then he just germaphobe. leaned in super hard into the COVID stuff to exploit probably what he already wanted right. anyway. Yeah. To accentuate right. the situation. Uh, and then the other show we have is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subject matters, things that we like, things that are like ancient astronaut theorists and some of their content and then other other uh so-called experts in the paranormal world and psychic world and meditative like all the all the crazy new agey stuff uh we kind of will look at their content talk about it as usual um sometimes getting into movie reviews and spoiler discuss spoiler cast discussions uh we released the book of boba fett for uh spoiler cast for free uh, a couple weeks ago when i was on vacation um and then uh, we've watched some uh, Ernest P. Worrell movies for the holidays, things like yes. that. So, uh, yeah, so five bucks if you want to. You want to give us five bucks, and you can sit there for a couple hours and just download everything. Five bucks then, get uh, you sucks, and then <laughs> cancel that bad boy. You only paid five bucks for for uh, for a month for all that content. There's probably I don't know eighty some pieces of content, ninety pieces of content on there. Yeah, probably times a thousand. God, if not more. 
because uh, yeah, it's been since 2019, and we've posted two things every month without fail. So, uh, I mean, times a hundred minutes. Again, you're looking at a billion hours of content. Yeah, yeah, like probably a billion comma trillion. Yeah, after that, so bare minimal, minimal seconds. Yes, bare minimal. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite porn series. <laughs> Barely minimal. Yes. Uh, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for Probagans Daily's merchandise. Disc golf disc and disc golf apparel is sold by. Our very own Stefan here on the show. Uh, and then head over to, uh, like we were talking about before, if you're in the sunny Southern California area, head over to beautiful sunny Southern California's Fountain Valley and uh, head to A nice place to live. Yeah. I think it has some <laughs> shitty saying or something yep. like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they love that. There's like four or five streets where you see the fucking sign that's like, welcome to Fountain well, Valley. Well, because, it, yeah, it's on the big water thing mm-hmm. right reserve or whatever that's called yes i'm the, totally blanking <laughs> yeah. fountain valley no more fountains than any other part of any city in the exactly country, valleys and <laughs> water usually mean a good basin for storing your home in the flood basin yes it's also not really a valley it's all just part of the the the, the giant swath of coastal lowlands that go from you know san pedro all the way down to fucking san diego or san clemente right. um but uh anyway it's a, it is a nice name for a nice place to live but uh, yeah. yeah head over to black hole supply company within cape and cowl collectibles like the two Boom. things that batman wears see uh, and you can also if you're there you can stay hi to say hi to sterling and buy some star wars gear gi joe gear yeah. you can buy old stuff nude stuff yeah. not nude, nude stuff nude all stuff, kinds of gear nude stuff <laughs> Lude. stuff yeah, hot stuff, weight stuff. Um, uh, you can buy all sorts of collectibles from the comic and pop culture world at that place, except yeah. comics, right? Exactly. Comic no, books. no books. Books is a tough, tough sell. Yes, oddly uh, it's enough, a whole different yeah. business. But he is a uh, changed the opening date to the first. He uh, got May backed 1st. up, yeah, unloading some stuff and just getting everything ready, which I kind of had a feeling was going to happen because there was a lot to do. Oh, because it was going to do it April 1st or April 15th, right? Yeah, it was first April 1st. Uh, and then, yeah, the 15th or whatever last Friday. And then he's like, uh, F May 1st. But which at this point, I know Ooh. he means that day. I did it not a Rapino's birthday, <laughs> which is May 1st. There we go. Going to uh, give him a call? Probably not. <laughs> Should I wish Absolutely. him happy work? No, you could. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, you know, talk about the. I don't know, three times you've seen them yeah. in your life. Hey, Pino, <laughs> one, of, uh, one of which was at Cape and Cal I was going to say, thank location. you for the recommendations on the cement, <laughs> right? wet cement or paint. Uh, the, fla- the floor paint stuff. Like right, 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 right. Paint. Yeah, sure. You could do that. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. This so is a good job. Dirty jobs. Uh, yeah. At my kid's wedding once. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. Because I never <laughs> before that. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've got some cat action. In oh, boy. <clears throat> Fucking. Okay. Yes. Fighting. Okay. Yes. The raw catting. Yes, Instead all three female cats too. So I guess they're. Yes. Um, we have a little segment here called "Reaching for the Stars," where we ask you, the little prolapsternauts out there, to give us five star ratings on your podcast service of choice. But Apple Podcasts and Spotify is extra appreciated. Give us a five star rating, review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. Or if you don't want to review us, just give us those five stars. It helps us uh, get found by lots more little potential prolapsternauts out there. Uh, just like the amazing, illustrious number one galactic daddy uh, Bo Bandy gave us on Apple Podcast 
Uh, he said, see below five stars. <laughs> Don't let the aggregate 3.6 stars fool you. This is a wonderfully produced and on topic probing into the best that Prometheus Entertainment can dish out. Again, Prometheus still, the logo looks like and sounds like a porn company, like mm-hmm. a porn production company. <laughs> I can't get it. But, uh, join Steve and Joseph every week without fail. Uh, parentheses, they truly must not have any outside interests, uh, on parentheses, as they break down all the science stuff and strangers attached to the Skinwalker Ranch. The hosts dive right into the title topic from minute one. You don't have to worry about constant push <laughs> to support them on Patreon or other commercial interests like other podcasts. Uh, do they focus on what the audience wants? I have no affiliation with the makers of this podcast, and I'm writing and rating the podcast not under duress and of my own free will. <laughs> Thank you, Bobandi. Uh, I think much appreciated. Yes. Um, there is, uh, we talked about last week, the James Webb telescope, they're wanting to change the name and they told them NASA said no because of some anti LGBTQ lobby support Mm. by James Webb. Um, I don't know. I haven't really seen that much, uh, in like real news. I, I, uh, I joined the, the Penny Royal podcast, Patreon at the $9 tier and, uh, man, they give, uh, there's a lot of, it's, it's a, it's a lot of good content. They have like extended audio for, uh, I mean, going back for the two years since the show's been being produced. They, the whole documentary is like mostly interviews with people. And so they'll have like extending conversations with those people or shit that they cut out or, or whatever. But, uh, and then they do a live stream every single week. Like one of them just finished about half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago. Um, and they're just kind of like, oh, like I found these kind of it's, it's almost as if like the hell your folks were bringing you the audience along with the investigation on every step of the way kind mm-hmm. of thing. So um, which is cool because it's just like, you know, he and the other two guys will just get on and chat about, oh, I had a conversation over email with this guy and he has this strange variant of um new a numerology cipher but he's also a blockchain expert and so Hmm. they get into how like data mining and stuff like that is very similar to old kabbalistic numerology ciphers and like weird connections like that and stuff Mm -hmm. uh very nerdy but it's nice because it's there if you want it and uh the the fans are not the annoying drama kid fans from unfortunately the what is a great patreon but uh uh, of the hell just overrun movies. yeah yes and also i mean the, the biggest critique i have of the hell you're um you know the paranormal museum patreon is that they they host everything through facebook like a facebook right, group. right and it's and like facebook's facebook not good does at that. not organize you cannot have folders for your videos you cannot or like they don't have a, a folder that's like december live streams or you know uh august you know uh investigate like whatever it was you like you just have to go through the hundreds of videos that they've made over the, over the years. And it sucks. Cause it's like, I, I would have loved to just like stuck the content on and fucking had it as a podcast basically. Right. Cause I don't right. really care that much about participating in a live stream. Right. right. I just want to hear what they were talking about. But, uh, but the penny roll one, they also have a Facebook group, but everything is, is hosted or backed up basically on the Patreon is the main channel they're communicating with, which is nice. So, right. 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 Um, anyway, but, uh, definitely again, check that out because, I finished season two of the podcast and it, it just merged into how the, the very occult and occasionally fascistic uh, origins of most, you know, like the Masonic brotherhoods and for like these old right, fraternities right. and occult things. Right. It's very interesting, but not all, 
but the the people that and a lot of the people that got popular in those fields did so by like they would kind of suck you in suck you off <laughs> and once once you were into it they would be like oh and we all know of course that uh, anything modern is because of a Jewish, cons- a great Jewish conspiracy. Like, it's right. just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then people, but people are already on board with these people and they're like, oh yeah, of course it is. You know? So yeah, that's me. Um, but it interesting that it's all about like that anti-modernism, which kind of like Trump was the ultimate representation of, mm-hmm. uh, that, that is really what like bore a lot of those like late 1800s, early 1900s, occult leaders was like anything that was modern was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and for them, it was like, no, we need like, some of them were fine. They're like, we need to continue connecting to nature. We're getting the industrial revolution had happened. So it's like, everything's becoming too mechanical and metal and this and that. Right. And, uh, but then a lot of them would use that same mentality to, to, uh, basically trick the poor or trick the uneducated or trick the whatever into being like, uh, into their weird kind of, you know, Naziistic sort of <laughs> mentality about stuff, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, all throughout time, that's just been, I mean, that's the root of Christianity spreading into Europe is, oh, see, oh yeah, this, the, the, you're like us. You're Thor when he dies and creates Exactly. Uh, it births from a dragon, a man, and a woman. That's Adam and Eve. Like, oh, it's just oh, like, it's you know, Adam oh, yes, Adam and Eve. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's okay. This is going to sound insanely stupid and whatever. <laughs> but who, what's new for us? Huh? Um, what was that stupid rom? I don't think it was a rom com. That like Midnight in Paris or something. Midnight in Paris. Oh, it just came out recently, right? No, this came out. I think I watched it on a plane like four years ago. Oh, okay. Sorry, then I don't. Midnight, know. you idiot. Uh, <laughs> midnight. A twenty eleven film. It says yes. In oh, it's Owen okay. Wilson and Rachel yes, McAdams. Yes. Okay, totally stupid. But watch that and like just apply that movie to all of this, and it totally makes sense because the whole point is it's these two people living or like this one guy. I think he's like in today's time right and then he like gets picked up by a carriage and travels back in time he's like oh my god it's so much better back then and all uh, this stuff's cool and then the person there all they want to do is keep going back and and the whole movie is just like going back and then the final end is like they go way back and even those people are like oh it was so much better before because mm-hmm. blah 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 and it's like that's literally that thing, where all this yeah, bullshit yeah. is is just like oh my good old days in the, the 50s nostalgia like, of a past that never actually existed the right. way that you are pining for <laughs> just like war it's like just romanticizing it right like thinking of things which one you probably weren't even around to understand or comprehend so then only the bright spots win and travel through time to where you are now and you don't realize oh were there actually people oppressed back then or was right. it actually all good or whatever exactly. you know <laughs> Yeah, did was was I mean cuz there are people that literally think that the, uh, that America was the way that 50s sitcoms portrayed America, right. right? It's like no, that is a literally a fantasy version which the producers and writers were up front about or like we're making a show about Right, you know, projecting like, this image to a genie, yeah. you know, like right. They can't sleep in the same bed because we don't right. want to show this stuff. It's like right. okay, um, and then just yeah, it's like well, America was Christian. It's like no, you dipshits. Mm-hmm. Like 
the founding fathers were ant. They were like atheists and deists, right? <clears throat> like there's literally documentation of Congress saying we need a Christian president for once, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, we God, have we these, trust wasn't on all of these like mas- like Masonic uh, philosopher weirdos as our founding fathers, you know, and right. people got annoyed by that. Who do not? Allow, of course, there yeah. was a there was a puritanical, obviously a puritanical heritage of the citizens of the country. Uh, but they weren't the first ones to be leading, you know, the country, you know, so. Right. It definitely wasn't the full on country. And again, it's like, oh, religion wasn't, or, you know, and God we trust wasn't on money until the fifties. Right. And God we trust wasn't in the pledge of allegiance until the 50s, 60s. Like most people didn't even go to church before like the 1800s, like, or 1900s. Like, well, and, and then I can't remember, they talk about this guy a lot, but one of those earlier, um, one of the earlier occult leaders that was like kind of friendly, like in the same order as president Andrew Jackson was, he's the one that helped Andrew Jackson, like come up with all of these like weird kind of like a Mormon frontierism. Like, yeah. Hey, Indians, don't you know that it was actually ancient white people that lived in America before even you were here? Yeah. So technically you're on our fucking land. And so right, we're going right. to take this shit, you know? No, and, there was, uh, yeah, something I was reading or watching. They're like, yeah, pretty much Andrew Jackson was like the worst person, one of the worst people to ever exist. Psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> he he was basically money. like a, he was like Hitler if he was more of a cowboy that was drunk a lot. You right. know, like, so not quite as, uh, not as uptight, <laughs> you know, not as organized, <laughs> probably for the better because he would have maybe got more stuff done that would have been bad, you know. But, right. Uh, but, you know, he, in a nutshell, in the, in, in history class, you learned, oh, he thought that, you know, God told him that it was his manifest destiny for right. America to spread Expansion. from coast to coast, right? And it's like, no, like he actually had this weird, it wasn't Masonic, but it was an offshoot. It was like the order, it was, and it wasn't the order of the Golden Dawn, that's British, but it was all the, it was some or other the Golden Dawn. Like Jesse James was fucking uh, part of an occult Masonic group, you know, mm-hmm. like all these, like these big cowboys that were these outlaws and stuff, they were all part of these fucking weird uh uh occult groups very strange yeah and, uh uh even on the podcast too shit like uh jack kerouac was not actually a fucking super cool rebellious dude riding a motorcycle with a bottle of whiskey and you know writing the great american fucking novel and this and that he was a middle class guy that lived with his mother so whenever he wasn't on the road he would go back uh, to some place close close to like Somerset, Kentucky, which is weird that that's where all the penny roll shit takes place in some of Hellier. Um, but uh, he would go back, and his mom was a huge anti semite, <laughs> and Kerouac right. like Kerouac had that like uh, what would become the kind of proto like libertarian <laughs> libertarian fucking but like uh, poet laureate you know drunk crazy like I don't know how many fucking assholes in my writing classes like worship Jack Kerouac mm-hmm. in college, you know? Um, and I thought he was annoying just because he was fucking popular and, and he was a hipster, right, right. Dickhead, you know, kind of thing anyway. But like, uh, they were obsessed and it was just funny to be like, Nope, he was friends with this guy. He was friends with this other guy. Both of them were, uh, part of these Masonic fraternity things. And he would help them publish like a right shit that was like super, super about that exact kind of fake past where it's like, Hey, everything was better before and things are right. turning to shit now, no, which is literally how Hitler came to power. Like again, putting on the later and going to the Alps, taking right. photos like, Oh, see, it's a better time back when we were here. And it's like, 
You weren't even fucking born around here, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is Schwarzenegger territory. Bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also fascinating. It's been going around the social show, social medias, but um, if you go back to the pre uh, Gregorian calendar, like the Ethiopian calendar is, it never became the Gregorian, like Roman calendar or whatever. And that calendar uh, was so te- technically in the West Western quote unquote world, that's the, that's the original timeline that they, that's the, the continued timeline since the fucking death of Jesus or whatever, or birth of Christ, whatever, um, which aligns exactly with the Mayan calendar. So, cause it's something like, uh, the, the Ethiopian calendar is like the original calendar has less days or more days or something or more hours in the day or something like that. So that there's eight years unaccounted for and the Mayan calendar that the, their 2012 would have been our January, 2020, Mm. (laughs) uh, which is like when COVID. Right, 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 right. And so now people are like, Oh, that was the huge shift, the huge change in the world. Right. Uh, because the dates actually line up mathematically compared to our Gregorian calendar, which was adjusted to take out or yeah, I guess take out some days. So we're further ahead or something. Yeah. Like that. But it's always uh, tough to go hindsight. But um, yes. if that is true, then it is. Yeah. The, like my mm-hmm. wife showed me some videos that were that seemed legit. They were like, just here's a bunch of facts. Here's this. Here's that. Here's sources that you can go verify it and whatever, you know. But um, anyway, because I think is otherwise kind of nothing happened in that 2012 period that was that big of a shift hey I mean? caping cow started and was founded okay no, bro that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's it um anyway uh yeah that's that's pretty much it for i mean very personal news kind of like Bobandy was alluding to us never doing but we're we're breaking the mold here today but uh yeah as usual before we get into the episode of the show uh, Matthew LaChapelle, our returning galactic daddy from the great white north, uh, Kenyatta, uh, is asking, how you doing, the Steve? The Kenyatta's. Joe, yeah. <laughs> right by the Oak Grove course there. Yes, it's quite nice. Where most of the uh, child stars in Hollywood are born and raised. Exactly. In the, in the woods. Yes. Out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Their only shelter is the original pole hole on yeah. the course that doesn't give much shade. So yeah. Very so fun. sometimes they've gone into the roots of the trees, but then those are a different breed of people altogether. Mm-hmm. The Gary tins. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't know if you listen to the, I mean, I know you listen to Bigfoot collectors club, but I was listening to an episode and they developed a character called Gary, but he wasn't homeless. He was just a stonery, uh, weirdo guy. Is that like a soup? Like the last few weeks or probably, I think I listened to an episode. It was either the latest or the one before the latest. Got it. I'm like, I'm like a month and a half behind because I switched okay. to the penny roll thing. So. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm doing okay. I uh, Yeah, this weekend we just kind of soaked up some of the uh, relaxation available to us and free time just because the summertime always gets very busy. Um, yeah, cleared out the garage, getting more space ready for the discs and cleaning up that area. Added. That's um, going to be Black Hole Supply Company South. Exactly. It's your yeah. garage. Yeah. The whole South. Um, Are your nosy neighbors still coming by and saying, 
Um, um, we don't usually store that many frisbees in the in the garages yeah. around here. You know, so, it's not a problem for me, but there's some other neighbors that might say uh, something. They think it's a little dangerous. So I'm going to put you on a list, and we're just going to keep monitoring. You never have too much fun in your garage. It's a place right. for storage <laughs> and for um, you know. Uh, escaping your family if you don't want to talk exactly. to your wife or something. Right. It's just your own area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, ordered some stuff. So I got the that new brand Clash discs oh. online now. So Definitely. I don't know if you've seen of them. Um, yeah, it's some new Swedish brand. And Nico Locastro is like oh. their big person because he dropped from um, Westside. Oh, really? So he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that, well, that was big news lately, late last I heard, year. Joe. I remember back when he did the post that he was changing, but he didn't announce it yet. So I didn't pay attention. Yeah. To he it. was just like, it was a good run with Westside or whatever. And then, yeah, he came out. Oh, they're all food about, names, huh? Steady yeah, mango, it, steady popcorn, steady berries. Steady so berries. steady's the plastic, which is their S line, basically. Got it. Uh, and then, yeah, everyone just makes fun of their names for discs. Because, yeah, even Big Germ on a Jomez or one of the, or I don't know, one of those Some shows. coverage, yeah. Who's like popcorn? Who the, who the f calls a dis popcorn? <laughs> so like they were so perplexed. I'm like, what do you call any of these names? These names, none of these names make Angel sense. Angel and Valkyrie and yeah. Shit. I'm like, this a, a crocodile? Go fuck yourself. This Just because <laughs> these are the first ones, I think that are called food, which I think is right. actually pretty smart. Like yeah, to just be totally yourself, original. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because um, animal, like we were, we've literally had that conversation. Like you right. me and Nick, Nick are like, what would you, what yeah. would be your motif? Because your they theme. all seem to be taken, but food is the only one that is like not wide taken. open. Yeah. Cause there's like, uh, yeah, Egyptian theme, there's Viking themes, there's Norse, the you science know. themes, like the you know, chemistry yeah. and, and uh, physics and stuff with the axiom and MVP right. stuff. Like, right. So, um, but yeah, it's all like a premium stuff. Cause yeah, Nico, he's throwing Clash and then um, Gateway discs. Oh, interesting. Because oh, Gateway doesn't have Gateway. any. Oh, okay. I think God. they're finally at a point where they're like, okay, shit, we need to actually do some marketing to jump on this because in theory, we should be crushing it, but no one even knows or throws our plastic. Right. Like, yeah, people only throw the putters sometimes. The wizard. That yeah. Much yeah. More, and that's it. So, yeah, that's yeah, like the voodoo and the wizard is like the only ones. Clean to uh, fame. And I have that guy calling me probably once or twice a month. The Gateway like, guy? Yeah. Because he's like, Hey, just checking in. It's been about a year since your last order. I know it's spring oh. out. And he literally says like the same thing over and it's like directed towards me. It's not even just wow. a general sales pitch. It's like, so everything out there in Southern California, I hope it's going good. I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to order more discs from us, but um, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's spring and it's warm out there and I'm sure, I'm sure you want discs. I'm sure you want discs from us oh. and you're selling. So I just want to make sure you have what you wow. need. That's a bummer. That's really. I I think that's why I never pick up because it's just like I can't tell no because I have the discs online and I threw some in the store, but obviously the store's not going yet because I'm like I think that's the only place I'll have a chance selling these because online you can buy it from them directly, or you know a bunch of other people. So I'm like I don't really have a differentiator there. So. I don't know. Hopefully I'll sell some in person and can do another order to appease him. But because otherwise they're still just making other people's discs, right? Yeah, I don't I, well, AGL's their big one. I don't know That's who right. else they make, but I'm sure they make for other people too. But yeah, AGL's probably their biggest dealer or biggest source for moving discs outside of themselves. Got it. Because that brand is super hot and people are buying a bunch of that stuff. But again, they're the, selling direct, I so I can't right. sell their stuff anymore. I mean, I can. I mean it's online, but I'm just, you know doesn't move very well. <clears throat> Angle. 
but uh, you also changed the name of Puttfuckers to Puttfuckers, but you spelled yes. it differently. P H. Anyone that's following it shouldn't shouldn't. Uh, yeah, there shouldn't be any interruption there. Yes, because uh, that was again to see if Jomas will actually pick up some of our content. You know, sometimes you got to be a little more commercial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still say fuckers, but you know, you do you, you know you do delirious, and then you got to do the Shrek movies too. Exactly. So this is yeah. This is like <laughs> Shrek three, probably yes. by comparison. <laughs> oh God, your dumb friend, uh, Suncoast Geek. Was at an antique mall oh, yeah. looking oh, for yeah. Shrek 4D merchandise, like because yeah. the ride Came closed down or some bullshit. Yeah, so I think oh, they, God. yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I don't know about Shrek, but that stuff does tend to be valuable. But there's a weird Shrek Renaissance happening. Right yes, now, and then that, that where... was kind of my point. It's like I'm like all of this fucking stuff. Like there's and like as soon as I saw his, of course, now my feed has like a 10, 10% of it is fucking Shrek stuff. Yeah. Well, like all the, um, the dumb meme accounts we follow post Shrek content. Yes. And like they, like this, there's a, a T like a CRT TV. That's a literal Shrek TV. They made back in the day. Nothing's <laughs> worth like a thousand dollars. Now everybody wants it. So Shrek sucks so fucking much. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause Tim and Eric were obsessed on shitting on it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I hated it from day one in my senior. Well, I think it was senior year in high school. That movie came out. And I just was like, this is like, I like both. I like these actors and they're doing a dumb fucking movie that isn't funny. Yeah. You know, like just totally, totally dumbing themselves down and censoring themselves. And I mean, Eddie Murphy, especially, but right. uh, yeah, my family, uh, of course, likes him more as donkey and Mushu. From oh yeah. Mon, yeah. You know, thinks that's the funniest well, stuff. So. Your family also loves, which I'm surprised he never got canceled. Jeff Dunham. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, be- well, because he was already doing what the canceled comedians now do, which is playing tour the south. south of the United yeah. States. <laughs> yeah, he already he already pivoted out of trying to be mainstream. Yeah, cashed out. Yes, and he just plays with Yakov Shmirnov in Georgia every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, whatever that fucking. Play. It's like uh, that one strip in um, Tennessee or some fucking right. state where all those. All those theaters are where, yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So I had a residency there for a while and stuff. (laughs) Remember Thrillin actually has a class with Yakov Shmirnov. (laughs) Yes. I forgot about that. About like business shit, right? Like, yeah. Well, he's like a teacher, like Thrillin's in that teacher program, but doing comedy. And then someone's like, oh, you should, you should talk to this other guy. He's a comedian and he can help. And it was like, just casually Yakov. Yep. (laughs) It's pretty chill. So stupid. Before I started coming blood. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a break from softball for a little while. So yeah, we can do a little David L. Baker here coming up. Nice. But, um, um, yeah. Get those mosquitoes going. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, the big hit for now. Um, yeah, I... Uh, made a lot of bread, made a lot of dough. I made a lot of, I mean, like three batches of dough. I, uh, I'm making my first sourdough starter. So I'm going to be moving and from welcome to the to COVID club, the true blue, uh, yeah, sourdough. So I've been yeah. basically for like, I don't know, the better part of a year now been, you know, going down the pizza rabbit hole and, and making dough and making bread. So, um, but, uh, I'm at that point where it's like, Hey, I got to, I got to move on. It's, it's better for your body. Uh, it's better for the flavor and the texture and all that stuff. I mean, well, yeah, baking gotten... actual loaves. Cause yeah, you can do a lot with sourdough in general, but then even if you start doing some of the other loaves, of yeah, bread. anything that oh. you make with a sourdough starter is going to have the, the, it's going to come equipped with the enzyme. I mean, this is why the gluten like commercialized yeast is, is why people have 
had gluten deficiencies when there weren't as much. Obviously, you could say some weren't diagnosed, but uh, it wasn't nearly as common as in the last 30 years because commercial yeast does not provide the same enzymes to break down the thing that they are growing in, you know, Mm -hmm. so um, because even people with celiac, some of them can eat actual sourdough organic bread, right? So, um, but, uh, but, and again, it has nothing to do with the fucking flavor. I mean, it could, but uh, it adds more flavor, but it doesn't mean that you're, oh, this is a loaf of sourdough bread just because it's in the sense that you would go buy it from fucking the fucking uh what's that dumb company from san francisco uh oh god boudin, like boudin yeah, yeah. or something like that right um but hey even boudin says that we have a, a 300 or 200 year old sourdough starter right so. from the sock of an old miner yeah <laughs> uh but uh, yeah my starter's on day three so uh it's not going to be usable until like day seven or eight usually for for the most part so uh i mean i've gotten i've gotten just yeast dough down pretty packed so it'll be fun to kind of like soft reboot and then figure out the uh starter proportions and all that kind of shit but um yeah other than that um work is very busy um and uh very uh, intense right now <laughs> with what's going on uh lots of lots of hot hot heat on uh, calls with our uh development partners and things like that so yes um it's been it's been it's been vindicating though because literally everything that's happening now is what I have been saying for the last three years. On, right. I mean, since I started the company, but for the last three years on this specific project. <laughs> so I'm kind of just sitting back and laughing, and then then it's nice because I can have these conversations with our, our VP and people, and they all agree with me now. So uh, at least it's nice, and I don't feel like I'm going I'm going insane because of how bad it is, but I'm uh, at least I'm I don't feel like I'm screaming into a void anymore and just being right. the complainer, you know, as most people right. would think of me. So well now that the shit is at the fan, they're like, Oh, okay, this all makes sense. Yep. You're not thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh it just sucks too, because it's like in 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 the white collar world especially, it's like everything's about your perception and politics and this bullet. And it's like, I'm always like, Hey, this person sucks because of these reasons. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but they, they are ruining this because of X, Y, and Z. And I was like, no, they're great. They have cool cat shoes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so you just want to like this person, but he's right. actually ruined it. And then a year later, he's completely ruined portions of <laughs> the entire thing with, uh, with how he works and his lack of skills and, you know, things like that. But, um, anyway, lots of, lots of big changes coming though. Um, which will be interesting soon. Uh, other than that, I mean, just kind of Sarah and I have been on a, um, uh, an old sword and sorcery movie kick ever since we were at hoof hearted brewing, uh, for our, on our vacation. And they put on a movie called Hawk the Slayer, which we'd never seen before. Uh, and it looked really, uh, you know, good in a bad way. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, watch that. And it was actually really good. (laughs) Like it was, it was bad, but it was really entertaining and fun to watch. Right. Like you weren't bored. And so then of course, Amazon prime recommends all Start the, feeding kind of the things. Beast, so, yeah. um, so yeah, we watched uh, wizards of the lost kingdom, which was really bad. We watched death stalker, which was basically a soft core porn movie with violence. In mm. it. Um, and not complaining. Uh, and then we watched, uh, Sheena, uh, which we, I'd never seen before, but that was like a real movie, like a big budget movie, but mm. also, it was, it was, um, uh, fuck it. It was, it was, uh, 
Bob's wife, his his hot wife with the big jugs from that '70s show that was uh the redhead gal's mom, mm. um the act, and she died a couple years ago, I guess, but uh, oh, she okay. was like a Playboy and all stuff. But she got big from this role in Sheena because she was like <laughs> naked through half. It was basically like a weird prophesized white savior <laughs> movie <laughs> where she her her parents die, they're archaeologists. Her parents die while they're in the care of this tribe, and then uh, she as a little and she's a toddler. So then she's raised by them because there's a prophecy that she she'll be able to talk to animals and will save the tribe from uh, evil men one day. Or something. Yeah. So, uh, but that's actually on you know streaming on on Prime for you know included with your membership if you want that one. But uh, but I got to give a shout out to the within the Amazon app. There's the IMDb app, you know, like so like you and it's and their shit's always free. It has ads, but it's free. And some of these old movies, which are not going to make them any money, there's only like three ad breaks or something, and they're pretty mm. short. So, um, some good stuff on there. But uh, it's very weird to see this like post Star Wars, like, hey, let's make all of these crazy sword, sword and sorcery sci fi fantasy movies. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like the same formula. It's like, let's put a little party together. Let's have a, be- a big, weird Chewbacca clone creature, usually. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, someone's got to fucking find an amulet or get a sword of power or something like that. So, um, but uh, that movie death stalker was weird because even the main character, like all the women are kind of getting raped the whole movie, even by the protagonist, which is very hard to root for. Them. Right. But, uh, but there's a lot of, you know, yeah. and butts. uh, more sad news for old Joe. But, um, today we took our cat Sophie into the neurologist at our, uh, our, you know, cat, specialist vets uh behest uh because she's i think i talked about before she's insulin resistant with her diabetes so she has she has to take a lot of insulin which thankfully is is good for her health like she's she's improving quite a bit from the the diabetic symptoms but um uh she's on four units twice a day which even cats with advanced diabetes are on one unit twice a day Mm. (laughs) so uh four units twice a day would probably be enough for either of my dogs if they had diabetes. So, right. um, but she's doing better. Her quality of life is good, but her hair grew really long in the past year and a half. Uh, and she was starting to get dreadlocks and like things like that. Uh, all these weird signs, which ended up leading us to the diabetes about a year ago this time. And, uh, so, uh, but because we're increasing the, the insulin, uh, you know, our doctor was like baffled. He's like, why the fuck isn't her, aren't her levels going down? Like her fructosamine and they do all these tests for blood sugar stuff. And, uh, so the only, the, the thing that tends to cause that it's pretty rare, but, um, well, he says it was rare. It's becoming more common because now they're actually testing for it. So, uh, but is uh was it macromegaly i think other aka gigantism which usually mm. presents it's in it's when wiener. your pituitary gland has either issues within a, it, in its own genetic makeup or there's a growth pressing or growing on the pituitary gland which is sadly the case with sophie uh but um it usually will cause like the big forehead and the big like you know kind of mean face like big eye like it makes you look like a caveman or something right in humans mm-hmm. and some cats have it as well but she was not presenting any physical symptoms except the enhanced hair growth. Right. So, um, and, and he says that we're learning kind of like with autism, like they're learning now that there's a huge spectrum of, uh, macro or acromegaly, sorry. Hmm. Um, but, uh, anyway, so we took her in to get an MRI today. She does have a growth, which is, it's good in the sense that it at least explains and confirms that we're not all crazy, including our doctor who was feeling crazy. And, um, uh, and at least allows us to continue increasing her insulin 
uh, without fear that it would like be too much. Now, what sucks is that he's like someday that growth might move or change, and all of a sudden, it's not on the spot that's making her insulin resistant, and then the insulin's going to kill her because it's too much. Right, or something. so it's like, like a cancer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and but he's like also, but that risk is prevalent in anyone with diabetes, any animal with diabetes, because they can't tell you how they feel. You can only do so much and test their their glucose levels, but anyway. The, uh, the MRI, you know, group, they, they taught him, I, I dropped her off. My wife picked her up and basically told her that, yes, there is a growth. It's on the pituitary gland. It will eventually kill her, but, uh, it, they're, they're like, it could be weeks or it could be years. It might not do anything. She might, she, she, most cats would like likely die of diabetic mal, uh, mal to, what am I trying to think? Mis miscare, like m- not caring for it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's much more of a risk, right. Than than this, but she might have a seizure or a stroke one day and that's it. She might even go blind one day because it grows enough and presses right on the optic nerve. Cause that's right where the pituitary gland is. So, um, anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm sad obviously, but I'm thankful that she could live for more years and she's doing, she's very happy. Like she has a very good quality of life right now. She's not in any sort of pain. Her, uh, all the numbness and stuff that was in her legs, what they call it neuropathy with diabetes. It's like why, you know, people wear those fucking compression socks when they're diabetic and their legs look like they're going to explode because they're not right. It's either really bad or they're not managing it well. Right. And so thankfully, uh, she's zipping around and climbing. I mean, she's back to like, I don't know, 90, 95% of normal, uh, use of her rear leg. So she's, and she's personality wise, she's back to like, she was like four or five years ago, you know? So, She's very happy, which is good. So, and and we, they do not do brain surgery on cats in the United States for some reason. Um, they do it everywhere else in the world. Even even then, brain surgery is very risky, you know. And and uh, they could do radiation, but radiation would sometimes fucking just. I mean, it always kills the quality of life for the cat for like months because they're just sick all the fucking time, right? Uh, which sucks. And so then you have, and then it all it also it's like a total fucking slot machine, like unless they're going in there and, and cutting it out, like there's no guarantee that the radiation is going to work. So, um, and it would probably be 20 grand or something like that. And it's like, and if somebody, if they were like it a hundred percent works and she'll be sick for a month and it'll suck, but then this thing will be gone. I'd be like, well, then I would think about it, you know, but it's so not in that realm of, uh, of surety, you know? So, um, anyway, so we're just gonna, we're going to talk to our regular vet now that we have these results and then, I'm, I'm assuming he'll say we continue on checking her levels every, you know, couple weeks to a month and then going up from there. But, uh, it's just kind of a, she's 12 years old and it's, you know, every, every day or week or month that she has is now just kind of something that we'll have to be appreciative, more appreciative of, you know? So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just a lot of, a lot of medical stuff. I mean, this is like, <laughs> this is about when things like that, I think we, I think we found out we were, no, that was later. Sorry. That was until June. Um, but, uh, it was like last year at this time, it was like looking for the new car. We were almost finished with that. And then, uh, Sophie being diagnosed with diabetes and starting that whole fucking thing, you know, daily insulin shots and all stuff. The whole thing with Callie and her, uh, uh, weird autoimmune disorder thing with, with their claws that only affects Rottweilers and German shepherds. And then, the fucking the miscarriage and then the topic and then the other it's just been yeah it's it's a lot but i'm i am uh i am learning i am being presented with these opportunities so that i can uh i think 
learn that everything isn't can be okay when it's not all perfect and also to to just uh be more aware and cherish the time that we have with our loved ones you know so yeah um but uh anyway but i mean she's she's doing okay now so doing okay yeah hopefully she she just keeps trucking along and quality of life is good but um yeah even 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 i mean it's if she was if she was five years old we might be having different conversations you know but because she's 12 and maybe even closer to 13 then yeah uh, you just it's kind of uh that would be a even if she passed away tomorrow it'd be a, a solid life and she thankfully at least would not be in the throes of a shitty diabetic life of pain and discomfort you know she's right just, she's, right she's doing great she's cuddly she's happy and that's you know yeah uh, the hardest thing is that she's just she her body thinks that she's fucking starving all the time so she constantly wants to eat all the other cats food and we have to control that but right other than that uh more as we keep going up n- knowing now that like the vet said he's like hey if we know that there's a growth there at least we know that she's not going to you know overdose on insulin it's kind of protecting her almost from that even though we have to give her a lot right so right we could keep going up and dial in her insulin for her quality of life and then just you know go from there so anyway but uh yeah still still definitely not fun but um but it is kind of it's good it's kind of sad but it's good that uh having dealt with so many of these things over the past year i'm getting better at um you know, not letting it completely destroy my, uh, psyche or mood or, or let me drift into like despairing about stuff, you know? So, um, yeah. And, uh, and it's also, it's also some of the stuff has spawned some of the most growth and, uh, kind of, you know, dipping into the weird metaphysical world with therapy, you know, and that's been, that's been very interesting and healing and, and strange, which as I mean, if anything, it's a strange, uh, not distraction, but a strange, like, wow, like this is a whole new way of seeing reality kind of thing. Um, which does kind of distract you, but it makes me feel more, more connected to, uh, to even my pets or my wife or myself. So, um, anyway, let's talk about wet holes with green slime. Cause yeah, uh, that was really the hit. Cause it kind of started the first. This is what it was like a recap. The hit. I still think of that every fucking day. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hey, I've been using the towel. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, I've been pulling that out. It is nice. Yeah, just kind of at the desk to sort of whip it out there. Um, But yeah, no, I was going to say, I feel like the first chunk was like recap. Then they kind of get into the hole and then they kind of drifts into just more recapping what's to come. Right. Yeah. It's like the uh, teasers. This was definitely, this was uh, an oddly paced season premiere. I am. I'm kind of happy that they, well, I'm happy and sad they didn't do the conference room again, but I guess we didn't need another one of that because season two or one ended. With well, the it wasn't room. full, but they were still in a room, right? Because they kept cutting to the owner guy. Yes. Somewhere not on site. There was right. a lot maybe, of, lot of fugal. Right, yeah. We were in a fugal state in this yeah. episode, um, which isn't a bad thing, but uh, it was the, the season premiere felt very disjointed. And so, right. Um, also, Completely. That's why in the little intro I wrote, I was like, I guess Dr. Sagala is no longer on the team, you know, like, mm. uh, which is kind of sad because I liked him. He, he mm-hmm. was pretty grounded. I mean, they're all pretty normal. Dragon's the only one that's not really normal, but uh, he seemed like the most normal guy <laughs> of all of them. But uh, right. 
uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know what kind of porn Eric's into, you know, I mean, teach their own, yeah. but hey, whatever, Joe, <laughs> he seems like an angry, like an angry little man sometimes, you know what I mean? So, right. Uh, he also has huge ears. He has a very, I mean, you put a pointed hat on Eric and you got yourself a fucking classic gnome right there. Classic gnome and a, yeah. a, a non little person. Gnome. A non David don't. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the, it, it starts off with, uh, Travis Taylor. He's, he's narrating over a bunch of shots of him driving through rural, uh, rural Utah, uh, in a red Jeep Cherokee or Jeep Wrangler, uh, <laughs> which is like pretty cool. But he also looks really bored <laughs> when they cut to him. Like, I think cause he's not an actor. I think he's trying to like avoid looking in the camera while he's driving. Cause there's a camera in the car. There's a right. camera on the wheel. Well, so they got some cool shots and stuff, but it's not, it's not even as intense as the season one cold open, which was, you know, running to the cow, which we didn't see till season or episode six or seven. Right. But, um, he's kind of going over, like you were saying, he gives a little bit of recap here. He's like, you know, I was skeptical when I first, you know, sure signed me on to the pro. And then it, it's like two minutes of him going over the, uh, like all the big hits of the evidence they found in season one. And, um, and for a show that usually felt, decently paced until those last maybe couple episodes it is they they didn't find endless amounts of evidence but it was a pretty good amount (laughs) it's like the evidence they found for the most part was good right or or at least like thought-provoking right they straight up saw Mm. ufos they saw lights in the sky orbs whatever uh there was a ufo pictured in the frames above the cow who died you know momentarily after after that right um caleb's phone which comes back i mean caleb has a slightly bigger part uh, in this season and I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did make a note. We get Caleb's first, not his first talking head moment. I think at all, I think there was one or two in season one, but we see him without his sunglasses for the first time. And he has a very, I will say like cartoonish appearance. Like he has a very, I was like, Whoa, like it actually startled me. I was like, Holy shit. Because like, it's not what I expected his face to look like. But, uh, he, he looks like, do you remember that game that <laughs> the, the homoerotic game that the Doughboys like trended? Oh yeah. Dream like daddy, daddy game. That was like, yeah, a yeah, yeah, games, yeah. All, he looks like a dream daddy, <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, little more him uh, and some crazy phone stuff, which is, which is fucking weird. I mean, I, I get, if you wanted to say that they were lying on the show, you could totally, you know, get some, some app developer to fucking do this on your phone, right? To make it do right. shit with your phone, but right. Uh, down to itself. It's down around here. The, right. the government cannot hack Apple technology. Right. Even the NSA does not have that technology, yeah. um, which I mean, it is true. Cause I mean, there's the, there's the famous story of when uh, the government wanted to find the, to look in the San Bernardino shooters phone. Right. They were like, Hey Apple, we need you to crack his iPhone. We need to see all this shit. And they were like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you know and I'm kind of, right. I'm, I'm totally down for that. It's like, Hey, like they're, they, they're like, He's a, he might be a fucking criminal, but he's a private customer and we're not, we're not going to fucking set that precedent to do that right, because right, everyone's right. fucked after that. So, uh, then you're getting into like, what is that Batman begins territory or whatever when, uh, or is, or is that the one with the Joker when they're going to, uh, uh, yeah, the dark Knight. Well, it's, it's not looking at their technology. It's looking at their like location to find right, someone, right, right. but yeah, it's um, close. yeah. And there's no Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox to, you know, right. keep that whole thing grounded. So this guy beats off strangers in a alleyway for money and you want to blackmail him. <laughs> Good luck. 
Um, but uh, yeah, we get to uh, after the little intro from Travis. We get, I mean, his hair, as, as it would, continues to thin. Um, also confirmed, this was shot and film or shot and, and released in 2021. So 2020 was a year without. Uh, the secret of Skinwalker Ranch, which I was curious about if they were going to do. Yeah, because it was like 2019 and then 2020. Because yeah. it's and it, so they skip and it's and it's filmed in the summers because I think right most of his day job is tre- is is teaching at you know college and stuff. Like well, that, and just so. the weather. I mean, Utah's going right. to be shitty in the winter. So oh, that's true too. Yeah, they don't want to be fucked over by right snow, over, rain, all that, or yeah. Skinwalker snow, but yes. um, which is just Fermenta cheese as they <laughs> change shape. Hey. Dragon, um, eat, eat some of this uh, lemon lime snow I made for you. <laughs> <laughs> Better than any any damn snow cone in a carnival you could think yeah. of. Yeah, it tastes uh, like piss. <laughs> I almost like it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I feel like I've had this before. <laughs> uh, cuts to what I have dubbed the Fugelcopter is uh, <laughs> en route uh, to the landing pad at Skinwalker Ranch. And baby, he's got, the, he's got a fucking... S- guy with big serial killer pedophile energy but huge watch dr lee the oncologist is in the helicopter in the whirly bird with him and uh you know they kind of introduce dr lee and and uh that he's there he's i mean it's a cool idea they're bringing him to the ranch because he is a radiation oncologist and as fugel dr fugel says uh dr lee is it's not only someone with the proper credentials but also someone that i trust as not only a medical advisor but as somebody who doesn't mess around <laughs> and, uh, and then it's weird because I'm skipping ahead a minute, but like, then they just fucking leave. Like Dr. Lee, I thought was going to be part of the crew, maybe even to replace Sagala. But, uh, after they have their little powwow, he's just like, all right, well, Dr. Lee and I have to go. <laughs> and they just bail. And it's like, right. isn't he supposed to be here as like the medical guy for radiation stuff? But I guess they're just going to get in the fugocopter every time something happens. But, you would think that it takes a couple hours to fly out to the fucking ranch from Salt Lake right. City, but uh, I don't know. That that's kind of one of those disjointed things where I was like, okay, I guess, I guess, like it's cool that you brought this guy here, but uh, if he's not going to stay, then what's the point? If yeah. you're just going to be a consultant, then why did you fly now into the what? fucking ranch? Uh, but yeah, very big like serial killer vibe from from Doctor Lee. So um, Brandon uh, continues like as they're sitting down to this powwow. Uh, which was outside. I thought that was interesting too. There was big ass table. They're kind of spread apart. So a little bit of, a little bit of COVID stuff, but, uh, but I think that, uh, yeah, the first vaccines had been available at this point too. So, cause if this was filming in June, June, July, August, like June the first of, season, yeah, 2021, yeah. everyone got their first, you know, or was available to get their first vaccine in like April of 2021. So, um, if you weren't old or whatever, but, uh, anyway, uh, Brandon is like, you know, pumping up the cast. There's, you know, fucking high fives, hugs, all that kind of fun stuff as they're uh, reconnecting because yeah, they haven't presumably, you know, seen each other since summer 2019 or September 2019 when the season one finale was, uh, was filmed. So, um, Oh, I did make a point. I was like, this is regardless of even if they were filming in 2020, it's a pretty safe show for COVID because, Assuming that people aren't leaving the ranch constantly, right, 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 then they're all kind of quarantined, like with only whatever twelve of them on this whole ranch. So, um, as long as whenever supplies were gotten or things like that, it'd be pretty, pretty tight uh, quarantine zone for them. Right. But, uh, obviously, they didn't do it. Um, 
oh big pedo energy is where i wrote that <laughs> uh so as they're, they're as they're talking around the big uh the big table um saying hi you know he introduces dr lee blah 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 brandon uh <laughs> has an announcement he's like uh, i would also like to have a dragon take on the added responsibility of being the safety officer in addition to the security officer at the ranch in order to not only ensure everyone's kept healthy but really kept safe <laughs> and dragon's like oh yeah i'm happy to do it and you know we have cable uh cable <laughs> i'm cabling <laughs> you know from the future of the x-men universe he's back you know to stop this virus uh no we have caleb to be able to watch over the the more day-to-day security side of things so we can focus on the investigation it's like now of course dragon is like i'm even though i don't have a fucking degree i'm part of this shit now you right know, not just i'm the, the cool shit. guy not just the shotgun lackey even though he still <laughs> is the shotgun lackey yeah episode but they definitely give him more leadership here you know but uh uh caleb who has been standing up behind them <laughs> not saying anything he just goes uh yeah speaking of that i i have some stuff to take care of so i'm gonna leave you guys to it <laughs> it's like well then why did you even leave that in but yeah um uh travis taylor is officially greeted by brandon and travis is excited he's like yep yeah, i really appreciate you having me back here uh and and fugal says you know uh it's it's been interesting during the off season we've had no shortage of incidents and in fact we've continued to track and, and monitor events and travis says you know well hopefully we can figure out something to to not to just stimulate these things to occur i mean that would be huge not just to wait for them and react and uh brandon says uh, well what would you propose as, as far as experiments uh which i thought they talked about uh last uh, or in 2019 but I guess a it's been a long time and that was mostly like what their pie in the sky stuff would have been not necessarily that they decided on anything but uh travis taylor wants to just fucking lift the skirt of the ranch and get under there and just fucking look around and see how it smells and see how it feels and and uh, he wants to dig so once again we are uh talking about digging episode one of the season yeah and i and, don't like it. yeah of, of course the well Dragon has like hmm. a, a strange, I don't know, change of heart or whatever, yeah. but uh, he at least isn't pouting, but he says a bunch of shit. He's kissing Brandon's ass and he's like, uh, but, you know, I will, you know, follow your lead on this. Whatever and then Brandon want, just Danny. stares at him for like a beat and just goes, yeah, <laughs> and then it just cuts away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you- it happens a couple times where, where Dragon says like all this shit and he just goes, OK, <laughs> like that. sounds good. Um, he goes, yeah, you stupid ard. <laughs> art <laughs> yeah dragging your <laughs> sword arted <laughs> my sword okay. is retarded what is yeah. that <laughs> no you're not supposed to say the <laughs> <laughs> oh we just got uh copyright stru- not copyright yeah. stru- <laughs> struck copyright uh, canceled youtube um but uh thomas talks about finding what he <laughs> refers to as uh, a hole of size <laughs> <laughs> he's like i found a hole of size out by homestead too it's right by where we drilled you know did the cord run last year but he, he finds this big this big pit and uh covered in in uh, logs and shrubbery and shit and he took it upon this is like the only this is what i thought was dumb the only as you know brandon's like oh we've had all sorts of you know shit happening while while the off season was like while literally uh, you know 19 months or whatever was happening and uh but they don't show any of it, <laughs> you know, it's just like, why don't you fucking clue the audience in a little bit? That's why they're watching the show. But yeah, um, but Thomas took it upon himself to uh, waste a fuck ton of water and <laughs> pour 
thousands of gallons of water down this hole. And he says it took three and a half hours to fill it up. But within 15 minutes, when he stopped the flow, it was already completely drained. So they're, uh, they're, they're very, he's very curious, uh, like of, is there, uh, underground caves in there? Is there an artificial structure it's draining into? And that's really where they want to start. Right. And keep in mind that those dome structures they found with the ground penetrating radar are also within 10, 20 feet of that pit. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's where the team wants to start. And, you know, Brandon's of course is very interested in that, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> dragon has this weird kind of non nonsensical line here. He goes, I think he's like, he's like trying to be more of a personality now or more of a leader, you know, in that leadership role. He's like, he's like, Hey, we can start right now. You know, I think these are great ideas and, you know, I mean, you Brandon, you want to find out what's deeper here. And I, I think if you do the, the you want to do the kind of invasive stuff like that, we can discuss that. It's like, well, you just agreed to it. And then you said, we can discuss that. And then, and this is, oh, this is the other time Fugel looks at him and he just goes, uh, well, I look forward to your guidance. <laughs> and then, Ooh. And then he's like, well, Dr. Lee and I have to depart. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. fucking leave. And this is where I was just like shocked. I was like, and, and kind of shitty to not, maybe he'll be back or something, but shitty to not mention where Dr. Sagala is, you know, even, <laughs> unless it was like super private or something, but it's like, oh, like, you know, Dr. Sagala won't be able to join us this summer. He has other engages, something like that. I mean, show some respect to the guy who was on the first season of the fucking show, but um, very strange. They never mentioned him once, but uh, next segment starts. Uh, Thomas, Travis, and Dragon are at said hole of size. And Thomas makes mention of this many times that the ground there, the soil there is clay. It's very heavy with clay, which is not very porous for water. It can be hard to you know grow certain things in clay. You have to treat it a little differently, yada, yada, yada. So um, they, they mention that it's clay a thousand fucking times. Like that, that's like, it's crazy that as I'm looking at my notes and I just watched this today, like that the, the pit, stuff the whole stuff starts after the first seven minutes of the show we kind of never leave like we do kind of but it's like it, it it is it does feel repetitive and ultimately ultimately i was almost like ancient aliens episode like irritated i was like that's all you fucking dug <laughs> like like why didn't you fuck it everyone they, they always have this thing on the show now where it's like well it's getting late in the day and we had to leave and, and it's like yeah it looks like it's 4 p.m. outside in the <laughs> summer. You have three fucking hours of daylight left. Like, right. I don't understand. It's getting cool and daddy needs a little rest. <laughs> it's like you rented this fucking mini excavator and then you fucking dig down 16 feet and that's it. Like, why don't you fucking dig till the fucking ground falls out and that mini excavator falls in with Tom in it and then he meets the fucking chuds or whatever. But at least you fucking proved that something was down there, right? That there was some right. pit. So um, I think they were banking on like, Oh, but if we don't know exactly what's down there, it's even more of a mystery still that the water drains so fast, right? It's like, okay, so. Yeah, you got to bleed it out again. There are no rush to finish here, right? It's like, let's take the day. Okay, we've got more content. Because again, I'm sure that, you know, for however many episodes they shoot, literally hundreds of hours. This season is like two more episodes than last season. So we got to sandbag this shit. Um, Dragon is, uh, oh, they they have a little... um, uh, conversation. Each of them have kind of shovely pickaxe things. Now Travis wants to help because they're going to dig. Um, they're going to dig a, a, a diverted little sluice from the normal irrigation path so that it goes into the pit. Right. So they don't have to like hook up a hose or something like that. So water's getting irrig- irrigated by the road. 
uh, into that cistern thing that's that's behind Homestead 2, which they're basically in the front yard of. And that is where Travis, the cistern is where Travis got that blast of radiation last season. It had burns and stuff. And, uh, you know, Travis is like, oh, I want to help. and picks up the thing. There's a little fucking montage of them, you know, digging or whatever. Uh, Dragon, like, you know, slams the shovel pickaxe thing into the ground and some dirt and water squirts up at Travis. And and Travis is like, hey, easy, Dragon. And uh, he's all this is where he's very Im- impressed with the water flows. Oh, that's easily 10 gallons a minute. Man, I want a five gallon bucket and a watch. Right. And uh, Thomas has an ace hardware bucket. Uh, much less prevalent than the classic Home Depot orange bucket, but still. Uh, and even the blue, the royal blue lows. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they measure it. It's 120 gallons per minute. So um, and uh, Travis is now going to head back and grab the rest of the team to come out to the pit <laughs> as he's leaving. He's like, he's, he's making a little joke. He's like, no, uh, don't y'all go swimming in that. And dragon literally just goes, we're not from Alabama, <laughs> which yeah, and he's was, like, like a funny dig, but I was like, right. but it also seemed written for him or something like that. Right. But <laughs> I'm not a white trash yeah, piece exactly. of shit. But you I all- will say I did make a note somewhere here. It does sound like Travis, maybe cause he spent a lot of time home with his family and core team, but like, his Alabama accent is like ratcheted up. Like his, his, yeah, his dialect is like much thicker this, this season. So, um, but, uh, oh, this is where Travis explains about the tracker die. Uh, they have Casey, the hunky guy from Qualtech back again this season. And, uh, he's got the big, he's got the fucking huge thick rod that they can uh, dip down and detect if there's any, anything higher than background radiation, which would be considered right. unsafe. So we got protection from concrete here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're pouring the, um, the green dye and, and uh, Tom from the Tom and Candace couple, the caretakers, uh, he's off camera, but he's like, he's like, huh, it's like, uh, it's like Ninja Turtles here, like secret of the ooze or something. Cause it is very like super, it's like ecto cooler, you know, yeah, like, neon uh, toxic green, very yeah. neon green. So, very strange too because it like must react with water because it pours out like red or brown and then, yeah just as it disperses and probably hits the light probably right. activates or just shows even more exactly and so the the goal is that this super gnarly neon water or dye will be in the water and then they're going to split up into small teams and check all of the you know outgoing sources of water that they know of throughout the ranch property to see if this pit is draining into one of those known areas right known aquatic areas so uh it cuts to um uh dragon uh eric and uh <laughs> drag as dragon says i brought my friend seiko here because <laughs> he's like a fucking drone operator guy and uh but they're in a, a utv very similar to steve's utv that he has a yes, uh, yes. there's a little bigger but yeah but uh yeah because it's like a, a full four-seater or something yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> and we uh, we hear Seiko get super stoked that they just go right through the fucking water. This little creek. oh yeah, yeah. Just hey, like, I would have nice. been with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, smart to bring a drone operator because then they can you know instead of walking around, they can they can see this whole river and they can see this whole gulch area and all this shit without you know. Oh, there was a lot of hole area. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> a hole of size. Yeah, it was um, weird. The drone was just focused on their crotches the whole time. Yeah, it was very strange in the back Following. of their pants. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, Dragon has a pointless line here. He's like, you know, and like he's talking about Seiko and the drone. He's like, and you know, and if we don't find it, well, uh, it's just going to warrant further investigation. It's like, great, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for being a great leader 
and a, and a real thought contributor to this track. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, Canis, and Tom are in their own little group. Uh, again, not to be confused with Thomas, but Tom, Candace's husband, and they are looking for wet green holes. Caleb takes them uh, into this like dense fucking, you know, fucking uh, foresty kind of area where he says, you know, you might need a machete or something usually walking around here, which they don't have for some reason. Uh, oh, this is where we get yeah, the shocking uh, sight of his his very ginger punum for the first time yes his eyes are like huge and then his teeth you could see his teeth before but he's never he's had more talking head moments so his teeth are like the mask like jim carrey the mask teeth they're just like Mm -hmm. massive bright white and blinding just like him i guess i mean i hope um because then i can turn him the king yes uh uh talk cuts back to talking head travis and he uh states he's like we put forty five thousand gallons of water in this hole and at least 80% of it was gone within an hour, which is pretty crazy that it's it's draining so quickly. So, uh, And again, because as they point out a thousand times, it's clay, which shouldn't be as porous as standard soil. Thomas points out they're 20 feet from where they drilled those core samples last season where the they didn't find much except that the, um, the phone line and the electrical towers next to the road were like vibrating super gnarly and then just stopped all of a sudden. So um they stick a, a large long kind of pvc pipe down the hole to see if they the, the pre-drilled hole from last season to see if they can hit uh the flow of green water this was like very ghostbusters 2 reminded me of that right but, uh, looking for the river of slime but uh they stick the pipe down there it kind of cracks off or whatever but regardless they bring it up there's no green water it's just kind of normal muddy uh, clear water. And so, uh, they go back to the next segment starts. They go back to the cistern and, uh, uh, it cuts to Caleb's crew in the dense thicket. They don't see They don't find anything there in terms of the green dye cuts the dragon and his crew. They're at dry Gulch Creek. Don't find anything there. And, um, uh, as of yet, we haven't found any traces of it. And then back to Travis Taylor, uh, walking into home, the backyard of Homestead too, and he's like, "Now, now this place just has a specific smell to me. I don't know. Do, y- do y'all smell that?" And then they, neither of them answer him <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, they go to the cistern, and um, uh, oh, sorry, Tra- talking to Travis comes on. He he reminds everyone of the high, the very, the highest strangeness has happened at Homestead too. So it's like a, it's like the little haunted shack on this property. People have seen shadow figures, heard disembodied voices, and he reminds everyone that he's like, and Robert Bigelow's team literally saw what they called a portal open and a creature come out of it. So, um, which some people think was like a Bigfoot shape, but some humanoid creature made of like light came out of a blinding white portal and they, they caught it on camera supposedly. So, um, Thomas decides to open it this time, which ballsy of him because he seems sensitive to the radiation too. Uh, regardless, Casey sticks his donger down there and there is actually less radiation because as Steve said earlier, uh, we have some shielding from the uh, concrete here. So um, nothing of note at Homestead two as of yet, they all head back to the command center. They all report to each other on the walkie talkies. None of them find shit. Uh, They're debriefing with Brandon in the command center on the big screen there. And uh, Thomas says, you know, Brandon, I'd, I'd like your permission to bring in some uh, some real equipment to dig, dig that brush out, maybe even excavate uh, some out around that hole towards the row where, where we drilled out last year or whatever. And uh, Brandon, like, starts to, like, shut them. He's like, as much as I appreciate your effort, 
I, I'll just really have to defer to my safety officer, like defers to fucking dragon, you know, he's right, like, right. Like, do you feel that the, the digging is warranted dragon? And there's a big dramatic commercial break. Cause now we're, you know, coming full circle, uh, as uh, season one, the season one officer where season one opener, where this conflict, uh, which is probably a bullshit conflict happened, but, um, that's reality TV for you. But, uh, dragon, in a revelatory moment, he's just like, he's like, you know, I think it's time that we get below the ground here. And then Brandon's like, well, you have my permission, but uh, proceed with great caution. Thank you, gentlemen. And then leaves. So, yeah. um, let's see. Oh, this is where I noticed that, uh, Travis Taylor's accent is, is very heightened as Alabamanus. Um, Alabamese is how they, is what they speak. Yeah. Travis and his crew, uh, are in the Jeep and they want to, they want him. He has a little moment. Where he's like, he's like, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm glad Dragon, you know, was okay with those digging, but uh, I think he's scared. But he doesn't want to show it. Like they're having this whole conversation <laughs> about Dragon's emotional state and whatever. And so he's like, so let's just make sure, you know, we're we're showing respect to the process and the safety precaution, like whatever. So, um, just let's not piss off Dragon and have him shut the whole thing down. Uh, they have a mini excavator. Casey the hunk is back again, so that he can, uh, as they dig down, he can keep testing the soil the, the the strata that they are digging into um talking head dragon goes into thomas's injury again i mean we've seen thomas's hospital pick <laughs> where he looks like he's you know gonna pass out or whatever like a thousand times at this point but uh they love showing that elongated skull x-ray where his uh the crown yeah. of his head is swollen up like the a distortion um but uh, yeah there's this is where the episode really starts getting like verbally repetitive everyone just like talks about the dangers of digging. They talk about how it's nerve wracking and they're stressed out, but they got to do it. It's just like this cycle of like, we know the it's risky, but we have to do it. And the phenomena always does something bad when we dig, you know? And so we, so we know it's risky, but we have to right. do it. It's like, okay. It's our honor to do this and we have to do it. <laughs> uh, by, by the power of Brandon Fugel's <laughs> huge garment covered penis that he only has inserted into his wife that we don't even know exists. He's never unsheathed it. We <laughs> You sounded like uh, the thief from <laughs> Conan the Destroyer. I can't remember what his hey. name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little guy. Uh, they always uh, do him on Action Boys, the Action yeah. Podcast. Um, but he's and his character basically has morphed, has, has evolved into. He always just tries to get whatever other character he's talking about to have sex with a hot female character so, yeah. that, he, so that he can watch. Then, he yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his thing. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it started like, Hey Conan, I think she has that. Cause he says that in the movie. He's like, Conan, I think she has the hots for you. Like, or some bullshit like that. Right. So, like went off with it. Um, Oh, they stopped for a dragon safety sweep. So, uh, Casey throws that donger down there. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary in terms of radiation. Uh, there's, they're just like clearing all the brush and logs and shit. It's like a tree died and rotted and fell in. Right. So, um, all the brush is gone. Thomas starts digging actual dirt now. Uh, and this is where Caleb's phone starts going fucking nuts again. So it is crazy. I mean, they show, they show it for long periods of time on there. And, and the, the thing that they're scared of the most, like, like Steve was saying, but you know, imitating Travis before is like, uh, that it's getting past his password. Like his phone is locked and it's getting past his password and it's like opening apps, taking screenshots and then trying to contact like nine one one or his other like security, like contacts and stuff like that. Right. So very strange. Um, 
also interesting that we know we know Caleb's uh, political affiliation because he has like seven Glenn Beck podcasts that are open that it keeps oh, <laughs> too. Um, but uh, that he's like halfway through. But um, but it is interesting because it's like it's been Caleb's phone and only Caleb's phone now a year and a half apart, right or two years apart, I guess. Because um, when the cow was dying and they were investigating the body. This is what it happened as well. I think it happened one other time. I can't remember if it was like, oh, I think it was when they were in, they were in the, um, uh, that hole where Travis got dizzy and stuff. I think that's where his phone shit out that time too. It was but, wonking. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it's, I mean, it's crazy to see again. I, I guess if they, if you don't want to believe them, I guess you could argue that somebody could easily create an app or something that did this to a phone or it's a fucking prop phone or something. I don't know. But, uh, it seems legit. I mean, his phone's cracked. Like it looks like a well-used normal human's phone. So, but yeah. it is interesting to me where I'm like, and they kind of, you know, get into this before or after I thought about it, but I was like, it's almost like the phenomena is seeing him as like the most, the biggest authority figure there. And it like, it also, it like doesn't want him to be able to communicate with his phone or it's like desperately trying to like contact an emergency number, which is very right. strange. Right. So, um, and, and as Travis says, he's like, it's almost as if it's crying out for help or Caleb says, or warn us, like, give us a warning, which both of them, you could see what, you know, if, if the phenomena is like, Hey, like stop digging, you know what I mean? Like, or, or if you dig something dangerous will happen. That's not, you know, that, that, uh, it's not something evil. It's just, you're going to hit some fucking radiation pocket or something weird. But, um, next segment uh, oh, Travis is continually freaked out by this. He says, if there's something that has that kind of decryption hacking capabilities, I mean, that to me scares the hell out of me. And and Thomas uh, points out, he's like, that exact phone has done those things when the cow died. You know, bad, bad things don't always happen instantaneously. Sometimes it's a day or two later when the real bad stuff happens. Um, Caleb is now trying to to change his password. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I, Caleb has a pretty normal voice. There's nothing funny about it. He's like, I'm changing, I'm changing my password and it is interfering with it. As he goes, I also don't know how you could even get to a password screen. If it was going like, blah, 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 like all the, if it was changing screens every split second, right. I don't know how he could get to it. But, um, Travis just kind of, even though he's stressed, he's like, I mean, all I can say is keep an eye on it, but, uh, I say dig on. Like, he's like, let's yeah. continue. And dig I'm like, on the free on. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be, you know, uh, the safest thing, but I mean, dragon kind of agrees. He's like, I mean, I guess we just keep fucking going. So, cause as, as they keep We're testing, already this deep, right? Uh, yeah. Dragon yeah, says it's like when he was a, attempted with, you know, gay sex and he was right. in a man's ass half cocked in. He's like, I guess I could just keep thrusting. I mean, I've already come four yeah. times. <laughs> Fuck. I'm already this wet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just uh, murder him later. So no one finds out. Yeah. He out. has his fucking, uh, all black shotgun there with his yeah. shells on the side. All <laughs> Uh, Talking about a money shot. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, I wonder if we're ever going to see him shoot that fucking thing because he carries it around. Oh, with no, yeah. goes, but I'm also shocked that he doesn't have a fucking back sheath for it so he could like fucking bust it out all cool. But mm-hmm. um, they stop for another safety check. Nothing again uh, than normal background radiation. They're 16 feet deep and this is where they just fucking stop. I'm just like you guys, you guys drew this out, draw this, drew this out, draw this out, whatever. Uh, I think it's drone. Yeah, drone. Yeah, he <laughs> droned this out for well, because of course they're draining the water, right? So that makes yeah. sense. Um, for like I don't know, sixteen minutes of the episode, just to stop at sixteen feet down. 
I guess I don't know why I must have thought of the 16 feet, about 16 minutes, but it's like it was somewhere where it's like about a third of the episode was spent on this dig site. And I, I just can't believe they fucking didn't go down deeper. It just seems like seems like such a waste of the day. But um, oh, I, I made the I wrote down the note. Dig down 100 fucking feet, you dummies. Um, goes to the last segment here. And now this could have been the coolest segment. But of course, nobody busts out a camera. Uh, Travis, Travis, you know, talking to Travis, explaining, or I guess narrator, he was like, he's like, now we were all back at my trailer having some burgers like that. <laughs> that was funny enough. Yeah, talk. sucking down some cacks. <laughs> it was, it was him, Eric, and Caleb specifically, which I thought was a kind of a interesting. The burgers burger. are extra furry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, he's he's like, you know, we're 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 that we're uh, sitting out by our trailer on the picnic table and. Uh, and Caleb all of a sudden sees something in the, in the trees and shines his light on it. And, uh, long story short, they, Travis describes, it cuts to his phone. I'm like, oh shit, we're going to see it. It's after the, it's after the thing has already disappeared, which is a bummer. But he says, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe him because I don't think he would want his like scientific reputation. That's kind of the thing that I like is that. He's an actual, he's like, he's like an optical science, an astrophysicist and a fucking NASA laser. Like he's all of these three prestigious kinds of scientists and he has two doctorates or whatever. I don't think he would want to say something that would be faked or, you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah, like he would hurt his Yeah, career. he has a little more integrity. Right. And, yeah. And so he says what they saw was a glowing and glimmering or glowing and shimmering rectangular object. Uh, like like on ground level, like just like looking at them through this tall grass by these trees, and they rush over to it when when, when Caleb shines the light, and it literally just like disappears. And so uh, he's like, "We didn't see brush move, we didn't see tracks, we didn't see it physically move. It just disappeared." So, um, but but he turns the camera off on his phone, and thankfully they did capture this because I thought they were going to you know because he's like, as soon as I turn my camera off this bright light just shoots across the sky. Like, right. Like as soon as he looks yeah. up at the sky, he sees this bright light shoot off and you what hear is- him just mumble the N word. Yeah. So it's not, you yeah. can't read his lips. Hard <laughs> fucking hard, <laughs> man. Holy uh, shit. But the, thankfully the surveillance camera does capture what seems like a very huge shooting star or something going like, Pew! and it's again, it, it's, it zips over a short distance and disappears, which usually isn't, I mean, yes, that kind of shooting story, but it looked different. It was, it was very strange, but, um, so at least they caught something there, but I mean, that would have been insane if they somehow captured a fucking, a shimmering. Yeah. It looked like a shooting up. star. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, so kind of cool. It just, it's, it's a shame we didn't see it. Right. But, uh, it is weird. Like Caleb, Caleb's kind of doing some dragon shit here though, where he's like, you know, I, all my training just kicked in and I just shine my light. I went right after that target. And I was like, okay, we get it. You're a fucking, yeah. A military jerk off dude that might not even have ever been in the military. Come here, jerk me out. Come here, jerk me out. Come here. Jerk me <laughs> Are you a military dude? Come here. Yeah, jerk you, me come here. Come here. Um, but, uh, uh, we, we get a wide shot from that same surveillance camera and you hear Travis. He's like, Hey, tomorrow I want to sweep this whole area. I just want to survey the shit out of this. <laughs> and they literally <laughs> says like bleep on the subtitles. Um, Travis, uh, talking to Travis is wrapping up the episode is going over what happened and wondering if the digging triggered all this stuff. Right. And so last little line from dragon here, he's like, you know, we need to be very vigilant because, uh, this is an area that's very dangerous and we just need to be very cautious. Like, okay, we get it. You're the, the safety, 
what is it? A safety officer. Lord. Yeah. Um, Eric talking head, Eric comes on and says the same thing. He's, he's concerned for the future experiments they have planned for the summer because of what's going on. And he was at the little, the little burger brigade there. Uh, Brandon finishes the episode with like the same kind of shit. He always does like, I'm so excited to see where this investigation goes. I think we're going to be uncovering. It's like, it's like become very repetitive at the end of the like the yeah. last second half of season one. And then, and then it seems to be what's happening now. So we do get a preview of the upcoming season. And I will say, yes, it's a whole montage of stinger. Like the, probably the best parts of, of the 10 episodes or the, uh, the remaining nine episodes, but there's a lot of crazy shit. They seem to be doing like, they seem right. to be using like a, an XLS style camera, like from the ghost hunting shows where it's, you know, doing the, trying to map in figures and stuff. They seem to be doing like a crazy, like laser grid thing on one area of the ranch. Rabbi Zadok <laughs> comes on. I guess hmm. he's the fucking ancient astronaut theorist that is going to be the guest star on this season, or at least that episode. Uh, just in general, seems like a lot of more the vibe of, of the experiment seems other than like a bigger rocket that they show at the very end seems more like a paranormal investigation show this season. So um, be very interesting. Cause I mean, I'm excited because they're, yeah, they're not, they're not flying by the seat of their pants as much. The show is a success and probably has a little more budget behind it. So, um, and they're already kind of into the swing of the things with, you know, Travis isn't a skeptic anymore and stuff. So, right. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't love the episode. I didn't hate it. Uh, it just, it was kind of, kind of disappointing as a season opener. I thought there'd be something, you know, cooler, but, um, cause by the end of season one, you know, episode we had fucking, they, they, they had captured beams of light and fucking shine, you know, all this crazy shit from the ridge and everything on thermal cameras and stuff like that. So, uh, not quite as good as that, but um, I'm definitely intrigued for the for the rest of the season. And I hope that the the t- these little time stretching and time wasting patterns don't don't get worse. At least if if they stay the same. So right, right. Um. Anyway, I think I think that's gonna do it. And I am crashing. Um, crash and burn, baby. Yes, crash and burn. To uh, play the the outro music. Yeah, so you just get going and Daddy will beep, boop, put you in the bed. Beep, boop. Bye. Bum, um, bum, 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 but bum. Uh, yeah, make sure and support the show. If you like the show, you can get more content, two pieces of content every single month, and they're always podcasts over at patreon.com slash roaming ancient aliens. Uh, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com and the physical location within Cape and Cal Collectibles in Orange County, California, specifically in the city of Fountain Valley. Uh, that's Cape and Cal Collectibles, where you can go to these very own Black Hole Supply Company to buy physical discs from his physical disc. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you go to the website, probably, or sorry, blackholesupplycompany.com, uh, probably Ancient Aliens merchandise, uh, apparel, stuff like that, disc golf discs. And also disc golf apparel with artwork exclusively drawn by our friends. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens. Follow us on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, follow the new Puttfucker, which is at P-U-T-T-P-H-U-K-E-R-Z. I believe so. Is that correct? I nailed it. Because yeah. uh, so. uh, it also could be Huckers, right? So uh, got there you go. Huckers, yes. Yeah, and it was the Thai pronunciation of because there's that Phuket Thai off right. Beach Boulevard. There's always that's, fuck a Thai. I think that's what Joe Mez is going to think first. <laughs> right. Well, you never know. But, hey, they have a. I'm here for the chain bang guy. So that's if they true. can have that. Yeah, you know, play on. Maybe words. change. You can always change the um, profile pic too to maybe make them. Uh, you know, they, I'm sure they've memorized it, seen it so many times. Right. To right. To, you know, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow that on uh, Instagram. TikTok, I guess. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure if you change it on TikTok, but 
Uh, uh, no, that's still the same. Yes. Uh, but other than that, leave us nice reviews. Leave us those five-star reviews. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about the show. And we will see you. Uh, patrons will see us tomorrow <laughs> for a patron episode. Oh, not yes. sure even what it is yet. But, uh, well, I'm assuming ghosts, I think. That's oh, yeah, we can do it. Just turn and burn. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, love you. Bye. Bye.